0: hello everyone happy sunday god bless you all welcome to the verse of the day my name is maxine and may god bless you all welcome to this lovely devotional feel free to love subscribe, like and share these podcasts so that we can continue to spread the word of God to those whom we love, those whom we know, those whom we don't know and those who are keen to experience God in his glory. The verse of today comes from the lovely book of Judges chapter 15 and I'll be reading it from verse 14 to 19 in the King James Version. Feel free to note that the podcast is also available not only on this website but on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon Podcast as well Heavenly Father we come before you this wonderful Sunday thankful and glorious we're thankful for your mercy we are thankful for your love and we're thankful for the graces that you send to us each day we're thankful that we've risen again in life to just speak of your love to just have a moment to share with family friends to bless the work of our hands to do your will as you have commanded. as as you have desired and commanded us through the word. We are thankful for the gift of salvation. We're thankful for Christ who is seated right now on your right hand, interceding for us until the day where we shall join you all. We're thankful for the glory that has been brought through the power of his resurrection and we walk in it, we embrace it, and we place it in our hearts and make it our mantra. Jesus Christ, as we start the week, we ask that you go forward for us. Bless us, make it mighty, make it glorious. Give us the lessons that we need to learn. Have the Holy Spirit walk with us as we transform ourselves to become more like you each day. I ask all this trusting and believing in Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, whom I serve and I submit to in Jesus name Amen Judges chapter 15 verse 14 to 19 King James Version and when he came unto Lehi the Philistines shouted against him and the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him and the cords that were upon his arms became as flax that was burnt with fire and his bands loosed from off his hands Verse fifteen, and he found a new jawbone of an ass, and put forth his hand and took it, and slew a thousand men therewith. Verse sixteen, and Samson said, With the jawbone of an ass, heaps upon heaps, with the jaw of an ass, have I slain a thousand men. Verse seventeen, and it came to pass, when he had made an end of speaking, that he cast away the jawbone out of his hand, and called that place Ramath-lehi. Verse eighteen, and he was sore. A thirst, and called on the Lord, and said, Thou hast given this great deliverance into the hand of thy servant, and now shall I die for thirst and fall into the hand of the uncircumcised? Verse 19. But God hallelujah, clave and hollow place that was in the jaw, and there came water thereout. And when he had drunk, his spirit came again, and he revived, wherefore he called the name thereof En-Hakol, which is in Lehi unto this day, hallelujah. Now this is a story about Simon's victory against the Philistines, and it's a wonderful lesson to learn about how wonderful and merciful God is. Samson was captured by the Philistines, he was tied down. And the spirit of the Lord came upon Samson and he loosed the chains. And this is a word for someone right now. There might be a group of people or a situation or a, uh, they would say a worthy adversary like Goliath, you know, coming at you, charging with lots of words and lots of accusations, lots of anger, intent to cause you pain and destruction. The spirit of the Lord is upon you. And just like Samson, he is loosening these chains in the name of Jesus. And it shows how mighty God is. God loosed those chains and Samson slain these people. And it's interesting how Samson was tied down and he didn't have no weapon. And all he had beside him was the jaw of an ass. And that shows you how God can use any situation, any circumstance, however small. He will take that opportunity and he will use it to cause victory in your life. There might be people in your life that might be insignificant like that jaw of an ass who would have expected that the jaw of an ass would be used to slain a thousand men can we actually picture it in our minds the jaw of an ass i mean the, the 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 head of a donkey is not big and now we're taking just the jaw of one side of the the mouth and he used that to slain a thousand men god is telling you that in your circumstance in your environment there is something in you something around you someone with you that god is using to overcome your victory And when this was done, Samson broke into voice saying how he had killed so many men, heaps upon heaps. It's interesting how he did not mention God. It's interesting how he didn't mention the spirit of the Lord came upon me. And he knew because he knew how God worked through him. So this is also a clear depiction of our natural state of self. And it brought more of Psalm 51 into, into, into this scripture because David tells us there is iniquity in us and there's also sin in us. They, the two are more or less in the same category but they have different meanings. Sin is when we disobey, we're rebellious against God but iniquity is a natural state in ourselves where we self-glorify And we do it and it places us in very um, negative pictures and it makes us look like we're great when we really aren't. What's great in us is God. What's been great in us is the presence of God jesus himself said in the book of jeremiah that the heart is the most deceitful part of the body and he knows this about us he knows this about our hearts he knows this about our our, ourselves and he says we should challenge him to say Jesus, search my hearts and try my thoughts because God is keen on removing these iniquities from us. He's keen on removing sin from us so that we can manifest more and more of his presence in us. There is so much of God to have. You know, In salvation, we receive the presence of God. So we don't go to church to get the presence of God. We don't leave the presence of God in our house and go to work. The presence of God is received in salvation. We have the gift of eternal life, a favor from God himself. And God is telling us that's not enough. There is more of me to have. There's so much more you can have. it's, It's even, it's it's, it's not even quantifiable. And so that should be a challenge in us that we should have the agenda in life to strive and be more like Christ. Because Christ was coronated with great powerful things and we probably have not scratched the surface of the things that Jesus was coronated with and we are always challenged to be like Christ. And so in the middle of our victories, can we just say thank you to God? In the middle of people showering us with praise and fame and all these accolades, can we say that it is God that led us to that victory? when there are people who are like jawbones of donkeys, can we acknowledge them that they were on the path that we used to claim our victory? Because just later on in the scripture, we see that Samson gets thirsty. Another problem. And he runs to God and he says, you've delivered me from this great problem. And here I am. Am I going to die of thirst? And that's how we are. That's our human nature. Every time we have a problem, we run to God. Every time we're good, God is very far from us. And God is saying we should acknowledge him in all things. And so in his mercy and his love and kindness for us, God created water out of that same job on that Samson threw away. Which is another lesson that we should learn, never ban your bridges people, because the people that you take for granted are the same people God shall use in your life to help you in the most dire moment of your life. Look at it this way, Samson killed a thousand people. He had strength, but even had no strength to quench his thirst. And we all need water, we need water in that life. And water I love because even in the New Testament, Jesus turned water into wine, and water is so significant in the spirit that it also symbolizes the Word of God. And God is even telling us at this moment that that water that is in that hollow piece of that jawbone is what you need to quench your thirst. You need the word of God. You need people in your life that bring the word of God upon you. You need those people that who are once bringing you up into your victorious days because they bring the word of God to you to be part of your system of acknowledgement and humbling moments to appreciate them. Never ban your bridges because God uses the same people you took for granted to uplift you. And not only will he give them strength to walk with you, he will give them the word to uplift you and to quench that very problem that you have. And that shows us how kind and loving God is. I want this to be a learning lesson for all of us that we need to humble ourselves be- before, between, before our Lord and Savior. Jesus is final. God is final. There is no one above him. There's no one greater than him. Not even Satan, not even the principalities of darkness or even these witchcraft, le- um, spiritual, legal, um, demonic bounds that are placed on families. No generational curse is above God. No infirmities above God. No curses above God. God is final and he's saying, here I am, take me. The lesson today is we should be dependable on God and when we're dependable on God, we should humble ourselves because Jesus said as he was rebuking the Pharisees and Sadducees in Mark Chapter three, verse 27, where he says, there is a strong man who's able to protect his home. But when a stronger man comes into that home, he's able to tie up that strong man and take the goods of the strong man away. And that's what God is telling us, that the enemy might have come into your life and tied you down and caused you frustration and chaos, even by your own actions. But Jesus is saying, I'm stronger. I'm the strongest. With the power of the Holy Spirit and my presence in you, I will break those chains. I will loosen what has bound you and I will make you free and you will have your goods. We must learn to acknowledge God. We must learn to depend on God. We must learn to appreciate him in everything we do. And we know God doesn't work alone. God works with man. It takes blessings that he has put in our lives and he gives it to man to give to us. David was anointed purely because of samuel if samuel did not want to anoint david david would never be anointed despite god saying he was going to be king and that's why god told samuel stop mourning that saul has lost his kingship take your oil and your horn and go to jesse's house and bless david it takes man to bless man because god blesses man through man and it's the same way the enemy will take from you, from man. So the enemy will use man to take from you. The enemy will use man to attack you. It's a spiritual law because the earth belongs to man and God. The heavens belong to the Lord. It's in the book of Psalms. And so in this knowledge, we should know that we should depend on God because it's not just circumstances. It's not just that special situation. You're alive today because of God. You have a job today because of God. You were not attacked today because of God. You woke up today because of God. Not because you had a right to. Not because it's a normal circadian rhythm and there's the way your body works. That all happens because of God. Remember, the earth was dark and empty, full of nothing. And then the spirit of the Lord moved across the skies and God said, let there be light. And there was light. So God has decreed and that's why you're alive. God has said and that's why you're blessed. God has blessed you and it happens. So let's depend on him. Let's worship him. Let's praise him. Do not forget God in your great times. Don't only use God when you're going through the rough patches in your life acknowledge God in everything you do. I pray that you start the week humbled. I pray that you start the week acknowledging God. And you know what? The book of Proverbs says, lean not on your own understanding. Trust the Lord God with all your heart and he will acknowledge him and he will show you the paths. He will make your paths clear. Remember, God is your everything. And we should make it an effort for us to recognize him in everything we do. Father God, I commit this week into the hands of your love and your power and your grace. ask you to bless the listeners as they start the week. May we meditate on this word to know that you alone are the final God. You're the final say. You're the beginning and our end. You are the strong, mighty battle king who overcomes our problems who fights for us who blesses us who graces us who favors us and shows us your ultimate love we thank you we worship you we glorify and magnify your name in jesus mighty name amen god bless you happy sunday and i'll see you again for another verse of the day